Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Jackie Goldschneider reveals where she stands with Dolores right now. And I think Dolores and I are the same in the fact of like, if you get in my face and you rub me the wrong way, like we're just going to explode. And I think that just that came to a head this season and we just, you know, it wasn't a good a good scene. Erica Jane is facing a new two million dollar lawsuit and Dallas housewife Tiffany Moon shares what she learned about herself from doing reality TV. You know, leave it to going on a reality TV show for you to finally like talk to your mom about all these <laughs> repressed feelings you've had for decades. Plus, we're breaking down the finale of Salt Lake City. We've got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly executive producer Mandy DeCamp and welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. Hi, Mandy. Hey, Christina. I can't believe Salt Lake City is over. I'm so, so sad about it. At least we have like a three-part reunion union to look forward yeah. to but still this was a, this was a fantastic season it really was one of the best of so all, good i think i, yeah. I do you want to know what everyone thought in the comments of salt lake city was it one of your favorite seasons too because truly like it, i think it was one of my top three yeah it was it was epic it was really good and cannot wait for that reunion yeah. um but we have a lot of housewives news to get to have to break down that um finale so, but before we get to all that let's see what you guys had to say about last week's show mandy what did what was everybody talking about okay well i'm no longer saying anything about gia or joe gorga because people get mad at me either way but i will still read your comments so diane schultz said I'm team Gia all the way and I'm sick of Margaret and her bullying ways. I love when Danielle dragged her by the ponytail. That was a good, a oh good, God. uh, classic moment <laughs> that was it that was a classic moment jersey yeah. sometimes has the best fights i think yes that's very true it's not it's not one of my favorites it's like mm-hmm. uh you know for me it's probably number four or five in the in the scheme of things but uh mm-hmm. but yeah good fights definitely. good fights good fights yeah. well christine uh june said team marge all day every day yeah it seems like everybody's either team marge or team jennifer in this whole situation yeah. all right well let's get to some housewives news and uh, once again top headlines is Miss Erica Jane because she is being sued in yet another lawsuit amid her ongoing legal woes with her estranged husband, Tom Girardi. So this time, documents were filed on Thursday, February 17th. They were obtained by Us Weekly, and they claim that Erica knew about the scheme allegedly conducted by Girardi to withhold money from clients. Now, she is being sued for aiding and abetting breach of fiduciary duty and for financial elder abuse. Say that 10 times. So attorneys claim in their complaint that the Broadway performer aided and abetted Girardi's breach of fiduciary duty and has direct liability for participating and facilitating the conduct. The victims and the former lo- 
Mueller's supposed wrongdoings for funding Erica's notoriously lavish lifestyle chronicled on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, the attorneys, the mother of the late NFL star Chuck Osborne, are suing for over $277,000 and almost $2 million, respectively. So Erica's lawyer responded to the latest lawsuit filed against her in a statement said the complaint is another misguided effort to blame Erica for the conduct and others in which she had no part. Erica has no law degree and never worked at or managed her husband's, her former husband's law firm. Whatever Mr. Girardi or others at his law firm did or said to the plaintiffs in this case, Erica had no knowledge or role in any of it. The focus should be on Mr. Girardi, his law firm, and anyone else who enabled what he did. Piling on Erica may generate publicity, but it's not without any basis in law or fact. I have to say I agree with Erica's lawyer here. I mean, he makes a very good point in saying that Erica does not have a law degree. Mm -hmm. So to keep involving her in these cases, it doesn't mean she's innocent. Of course not. Not until proven. But um, I just it's on top. Right now, I I agree with you. This one is definitely on Tom. And, you know, it just seems like she is just getting batted down because of who she is and what she does. And Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, she was on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But if this was just another person, you wouldn't probably be going after their wife. Right. Right. Interesting. Right. It is. It's just crazy how things keep coming out about it. So it's awful. It's like every day is something new. Every Every day. I feel for her. All right. Well, in happier news, Megan King is saying that she doesn't need anyone else after her recent split from Cuff Owens. The former OC star posted an Instagram video on Monday saying, are you sick and tired of dating apps? Are you sick of small talk with a bunch of losers who might just ghost you anyway? Well, let me introduce you to a special thing called master dating. Uh, King shared a definition of her new dating technique, describing it as a sh- as showing self-love or care, dating yourself, solo dating and self-love expressed through focusing in on your own interests and treating yourself. The Bravo personality continued. You can dress however you want. You don't have to wear makeup and you can order whatever you want as much as you want and never forget dessert. Want to see that movie that just came out? Want to go on a romantic vacation, but have no one to go with? Well, now you do. When practicing an excess of self-love, King noted that you don't need anyone else because you've got you. Megan further emphasized that self-care is sexy. Well, it seems like she's putting dating on the back, back burner and focusing good on herself, idea. which is probably a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I, what do you think of all her funny like reels and, and Instagram videos and TikToks? At least like she can, you know, laugh at herself a little yeah. bit. You know, she's kind of, you know, realizing that maybe her life is just as ridiculous as we all think. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, and I, I guess like laughter is the best medicine maybe at this point. I agree. I'm happy for her. She seems to be doing fine. She seems to be doing fine. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's been a roller coaster of a a love life for her. It sure has. All right. Well, (laughs) speaking of roller coasters, let's talk about Kanye West because he was a topic of conversation (laughs) on the Real Housewives of Miami after Larsa Pippen opened up about where she stands with the Kardashians after their friendship fizzled out. I really want to know what happened with this. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Um, So in a confessional, Larsa said, bitch, I don't even even know what happened. I was best friends with Kim and I love her and I love Kanye. And I just was the person who was stuck in the middle. I took a beating because I was the friend that was basically there and saw everything. And that basically was the demise of our relationship. I knew too much. I was a problem. And so whatever, that's kind of what happened. 
strange. Um, so her castmate Adriana alleged that Larsa once saw Kanye's private parts while using the bathroom. Larsa asked her to change the subject and said, I don't talk about your friends or your husband. Don't talk about people that I know, kids that I know, families that I know. It's just not cool. It's not in good taste. So in a confessional, Adriana said that she felt the downfall between Larsa and the Kardashians had to do with her past relationship with Chloe's ex, Tristan Thompson. This is when it gets kind of murky. So throughout Chloe and Tristan's Rocky romance, the two some weathered obviously multiple cheating scandals, scandals calling it for good um, in June of 2021. So ahead of that, Larsa claimed that she was kind of seeing Tristan before he got involved with Chloe. There's just too many moving parts. Yeah. I think it's best for Larsa and the Kardashians to part ways. I think there's too much history there. Um, But I do love that this is coming out on the housewives. I do too. I, yeah, it is um, because Larsa was basically like attached at Kim Kardashian tip. They were best friends for a really long time. And then all of a sudden uh, she was kind of cut off and something tells me she's not allowed to say what really happened. And because she's also very, very vague with how she describes her relationship with the Kardashians. Even when I talked to her, she didn't want to say too much and she really didn't give too much uh, info on uh, Miami, but definitely an interesting thing. It is. I mean, yeah, maybe she should stick to housewives. Like keeping keeping up with the Kardashians in the past. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So next up, some Jersey news. Uh, Jennifer Aiden got real about how her husband, Bill Aiden's past affair coming out on the Housewives has affected their children. So this is kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer wrote on Twitter, Gabby's guidance counselor called her into the office today to see if she was okay. She explained, explained that Gabby was thrown off by the meeting, writing, I think she felt more embarrassed than anything. She later wrote, my kids are okay as long as they know their parents are okay, so please don't ask them about this. Make it e- makes it easier. Jennifer has been in the public eye since she joined Jersey during season nine in 2018. However, her husband's past affair didn't service until the beginning of this season in the premiere um, where she was confronted, obviously, by Margaret Josephs. I don't know. What do you think about this counselor calling in Gabby before That's she weird? Went? It's like, why would a counselor just ran? I mean, I I guess maybe she was just seeing if she was okay. Um, yeah. and, you know, maybe, I don't know. I'm not a guiding sense. I don't know how yeah. things work. So I don't know if she was just kind of checking in, but yeah, it's like, if she's not reaching out, maybe yeah. kind of leave that one alone. I do wonder if people in her class were talking about it though, behind her back and if that kind of sparked it, um, which is sad, you know, it's crazy that like the housewives could be a part of an elementary school. Yeah. No, it's like these kids didn't ask for it. Like this yeah. is not the lifestyle that they wanted. They didn't want their dad's dirty business kind of aired out for everybody to talk about. And now it, yeah. you know, it really does. It falls on the kids because yep. parents can handle it, but you know, kids can be, can, kids can be mean. They sure can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's recap the finale of Salt Lake City this week. How's that? <laughs> so sad. So, yeah. so sad. Like we said, this has been such a good season um, yeah. and it ended with a bang. Usually we always have yeah. a resolution, but we ended with a big cat fight. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was great. It was great. We did start with a nice moment with Heather dad, Heather's dad's memorial, um, which was kind of sad that a lot of her family didn't show up. Her mom was in the parking lot, right. which was really strange to me. My thoughts on that are that her family does not want the cameras yes. anywhere near them. So the ones who have agreed are fine with it, but the ones who have ne- we've never seen are just not going to do this on camera. I agree with you. It seems like, yeah, because, you know, she doesn't want to, you know, practice her Mormon faith anymore, which is fine to the family. But the fact that she's so public about it, 
makes it an issue. And yeah, I agree with you. It does not seem like the, the, they want the cameras involved in their life, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's very personal, very personal, in a death in the family. I mean, it's stuff you don't necessarily want on TV. No, and I, I think she, she's trying not to break that fourth wall, mm-hmm. but it does seem, she keeps saying like, when I became so open about this right. is when the fallout. Kind yes. Of yeah. So, so it's probably like kind of still doing. kind of fresh for her. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Meredith, on, Meredith Marks, uh, photo shoot. That was, uh, something. That was something. I mean, <laughs> neon bright. Um, yeah. I guess when you have money, you can do whatever you want. Right. I know. I'm like that photo shoot cost a lot of money. I think. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> did. Models. Yeah. Yeah, they look good. That jewelry looked really good. It did look really good. Um, and then Whitney having this weird foreplay moment with her husband. It's like, we don't really need to see it. But I'll do much. I was cringing. I was like, whoa, when are the cameras going to leave? Get out of there. Right. It's like, we don't, it's like, we don't, we don't need it. We're good. We're good. I feel like it was like an episode of real sex on HBO. It definitely was. It, yeah. Well, it seems like their sex life is back on top, I guess. Back on top. Good for them. I, I mean, they do seem super into each other. So they do. That's nice. They do. <laughs> I guess I don't know I don't think I'd get I'd do a painting in my also painting like that is so messy it's so mess. I was thinking that too I'm like who's gonna clean this up why would you want to no. go through all this effort for such a mess I'd be like watch the sheets <laughs> seriously that's that would be all I've been thinking about in the back of my mind being like I have to clean this up afterwards totally <laughs> um okay. and then you know we obviously we are we left off with this Vita tequila party yeah. Lisa Barlow loves everything about it of course yeah. um yeah. but yeah things things went down yeah yeah. Oh, Lisa. I mean, first of all, either make it a theme or don't make it a theme. Right. Like it was confusing. <laughs> I was very confused by this non-theme theme of the eighties slash nineties. But anyway, um, Jenny really went wild. She went, I guess. I mean, she went out with a bang, I guess. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. notice it, but some people on social media were saying that she was cut out of the intro of the show. So it seems like they were already kind of phasing her out a little bit. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was surprised, uh, not surprised, but I felt like this, her going off on Mary was kind of like her last ditch effort to be a little bit more relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which made yeah. me not love her despite, you know, even though I know everything else that happened too, but like, like it made me just kind of think like, okay, you're just trying a little too hard. Yeah. Um, though Mary deserves it in my opinion. So she does. No, Mary yeah. does deserve it. But yes, Jenny, like Jenny always yelling for no reason, always bothered me this season. I'm like, why are you yeah. raising your voice all yeah. the time? Um, I can't say that I'm going to miss her. It is going to no. be interesting. We don't know if, cause she did start filming season three. Right, true. So I wonder if they're going to start all over again or just edit her out or if that's going to be so. part of the part of the storyline probably i think they'll show it yeah Yeah. because all the women posted about it so i just feel like it's going to be somehow part of the story yeah i think so too first or second episode right and then we ended with meredith versus jen and all the ladies it seems like everybody's kind of you know everybody has been turning on meredith yeah yeah i mean i think this season really showed meredith's true colors lisa's Mm -hmm. true colors Honestly, I kind of like Jen Shaw now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Me too. Because Jen's like, are you my friend? Are you not my friend? Yeah. Like, why are we in this weird limbo thing? Like, sometimes yeah. like sometimes you defend me and other times you hate me. I don't get it. Yeah, it's interesting. They were talking about it on Watch What Happens Live, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the difference between how everyone's approaching Erica Jane's legal troubles 
versus Jen Shaw. And I think the difference, I was like, I wish I was a guest right now because (laughs) this is what I need to say. I think the difference is that Jen Shaw talks about it and doesn't sweep it under the rug. You know, she's not admitting to anything, but she talks about it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't ignore it. She doesn't avoid filming. Um, Where I think Erica Jane kind of did that a lot and it made people question her more. Uh, I feel like she is like delusional, like because the trial actually happens in March. It's it's coming up. So we're going to know Jen's fate very, very soon. And it could be a long time. I mean, selfishly, but no, she should obviously pay her time for whatever. Right. Yeah. But she like we I think we said last week, she's the only one in this case that has not pled guilty. So she is going to trial and she can face if she's found if she's convicted, she can face a lot more jail time than she could have if she just took a plea deal. So all right. Well, let's move on to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, we head down the shore. Things mm-hmm. get a little interesting between. But before we get to all that, but, uh, we have to talk about Marge and Jen's conversation. Mm. What did you think about this? I, mean, I was surprised it happened this early on in the Me season. Too. I thought that this wouldn't happen until the reunion, that they were going to you know, come face to face and talk about this. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. So. I know. Me too. I would, like you said, I was like, oh, we're wrapping, we're wrapping this uh, whole cheating scandal up very early. Yeah. Only three yeah. episodes in. Yeah. Interesting. It was, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I know. I, I felt like it was actually like a mature way to handle things mm-hmm. for once. Um, yeah. that was, we usually don't really see that on, yeah. um, on housewives, but uh, yeah, but we're dealing, we're definitely dealing with some heavy stuff this season. Um, you know, definitely talking about Jackie opening up about her eating disorder, you know, yeah. bringing cameras in uh, to her uh, appointments and, be- you know, meeting with a therapist and nutritionist. It seems like she's like, you know, really, you know, opening up the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, last week, I was super surprised she's going through this mm-hmm. and feel for her. Um, but I'm glad she's getting help and I'm glad she's being vocal about it. Yeah, no, definitely. I did notice at the beach club, she was still just eating salad. Was she? (laughs) (laughs) At the, um, Jersey, when they went all into the beach, she had like a little bit of salad and a piece of chicken. I think it was, but she was eating and I fell for her because I could like, you could see her wheels turning in her head. Like how many calories is this now? I can't eat later or whatever, you know, her thoughts are like, she definitely does struggle. No, she definitely does. It's, it's a sad thing to go through. And I'm sure being in the public guy doesn't help either you know mm-hmm. definitely um and then we go out to dinner with Dolores and Frank and the kids oh, um it. my favorite Jersey family <laughs> oh gosh I do want to ask our viewers too do you would you I can't help it I want Dolores and Frank back together so badly I know I that too. it's been a topic for years but I'm still not over it so would you guys want to see them back together um oh, I certainly would and I just thought that I love their kids too I do too it just seems like they're really real open family can kind of talk about anything together which I I love um and Dolores and Frank just have I I really want to know if they're that close when the cameras aren't on. That's what I really want to know. Like, do they spend that much time together or are they kind of forced into these situations? Um, But I do. I love them together. I wish they would get back together. But we've talked to her so many times and she's like, that's never going to happen. We're not getting back together anytime soon. But it's still nice after all these years, their kids are grown. Um, They don't, you know, they don't need to co-parent as well as they used to, but it, but they do. And it's great. Yeah. They're great co-parenters. I love that. And then, you know, like we said, we head down to the Jersey. Shore and Teresa makes this dramatic exit um, of her own barbecue at Jennifer's house. Um, <laughs> but I mean, do you think that this was a justified reason to leave? Because people were, I was really confused about all of this. Like, how did Louis yeah. know that everybody was talking about him 
at the shore or is he just yeah. or did he just hear that people were talking about him in general i guess i think they mentioned earlier in the episode that something had come out again about him about how his family doesn't like him oh, right, right, right. or something like that so i think there must have been some chatter online about the new drama yeah and he called and they talked about it unfortunately she you know took her freaking mic off <laughs> i really wanted a hot mic so dramatic there. i know <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I think she's in a tough position where she doesn't want to have this on camera because she's had everything in her life on camera up until this point. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Louis is the right person. I don't no, know either. Like he, I, I'm so flip flop because last week I was like, he's so charming. I get it. Yeah. And then like this week you're like, I don't, I don't know. It's It's got to be very overwhelming for him too to kind of be thrust into this uh lifestyle that he wasn't used to like having cameras around having to talk about his entire life sometimes i feel like he really enjoys it but then when things get tough he's like all right i'm gonna bail on this yeah so i don't know i don't think we'll see much of more of him i feel like he's gonna hesitate before being on camera this season so too yeah Yeah. i think i think it's gonna be a huge topic of conversation but like you said yeah he's not gonna be around to chat just chat about it Yeah. yeah yeah All right. Well, let's continue the Real Housewives of New Jersey talk, because um, also this week we saw Jackie and Dolores kind of go at it. Um, You know, their continuation fight from last week. It seems like the two of them are kind of at odds all season long. But we caught up with Jackie recently and she told us where she stands with the Dolores today. Take a look. Why, Why was there tension between the two of you? You know, Dolores and I have such a love-hate relationship that, and it's so authentic. I mean, that's really the way we feel about each other. There are times when we really love each other. Mm -hmm. And then there are just times when we get under each other's skin. And I think Dolores and I are the same in the fact of like, if you get in my face and you rub me the wrong way, like we're just going to explode. And I think that just, that came to a head this season and we just, you know, it wasn't a good, a good scene. We had to be pulled apart. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, the fists, fists were flying. What? I said fists were flying. Um, Not really fists. It was more like tough talk, you know, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> but it was real. I was like in it. I forgot the cameras melted away. I was just like, you know, hyper-focused on it. Yeah. What can you share about the status of your friendship now? Yeah. I mean, like I said, like love, hate, I mean, much more love than hate, you know, but, um, Dolores and I, like we get each other, we get it, you know? Um, I think Dolores knows that I'll always, always be there for her no matter what. And I love her. And she was at my birthday off camera, Mm -hmm. you know, like I love Dolores, but I do think we get under each other's skin sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, she said that they are, have this love hate relationship, but you know, it seems like they're on good terms now, but they definitely get under each other's skin. Yeah. Well, I think that's natural. I mean, it's funny with Dolores. I feel like she always stays out of the drama, but then sometimes she throws in some like zingers in there that I'm just like, oh, (laughs) Dolores actually stirs the pot quite a bit. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a a silent pot stirrer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I like her. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Um, Well, we also sat down with former Dallas housewife, Tiffany Moon, who revealed what she learned about herself after watching back her season on the show. So take a look. Have you made any changes in your life now since you had the opportunity to watch yourself? Yeah. Well, on the show, um, one of the biggest things that I spoke about was my struggle with work-life balance and being a good mom, but also wanting to preserve my career as a physician. Um, And so I went part-time actually as a result of the show and the conversations that I was sort of forced to have um, from being on the show. And so now I'm part-time, which is amazing. It gives me time to manage 
manage the candle business and the wine business and spend time with my children. So I don't live at the hospital 24 seven. Like I used to, like, I don't know how I used to work so many hours and be on call and like miss so much of my children's lives. But now that I know, and I see it, I can never go back to that again, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, your relationship with your mom played into that as well. How is she kind of, you know, what does she feel? How does she feel about that? You know, leave it to going on a reality TV show for you to finally like talk to your mom about all these repressed (laughs) feelings you've had for decades. And people are like, that cannot be real. Like you can, that was not real. Like that, that scene between you and your mom making dumplings where you guys like cried. And I was like, no, that was real. Like you could not get Asian mom to like act if you wanted to, you know, that was real. Um, and it was a really groundbreaking moment for us, but sadly I have to say that because the show's not on and we're not like forced to have these therapy sessions, um, we've kind of regressed a little bit and gotten back into our old ways, which is to say that we don't really talk much about our feelings and sort of sweep them under the rug. Um, but that's okay. So I love that she said that she went part-time, you know, she's a doctor and I know that can be all consuming and it's nice that, Squatching back the show made her realize that like spend less time at work, spend more time with your family. So that was really nice. Yeah. It's gotta be a very eye-opening experience watching yourself back and what yeah. you want to change and what you don't want to change. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our social spotlight of the week. Mandy, who caught your attention on social media? So I hate to even say this, but Leslie Bedore, um, that's of course David Bedore's new wife after Shannon. And they post ridiculous TikToks and Instagram reels and stories and whatnot. Um, and this is one of them dropping down with the drop challenge. And it was just, you know, I needed a little more David in my life. We don't see much anymore. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Um, my, I had two. Mine went to Lisa Renna and Dorit because they posted their looks for the opening of a real housewives of Beverly Hills. seems like the ladies are all in like this deep uh, Merlot red this season, which I like Erica Jane did as well. So the ladies are bringing the looks for uh, the upcoming season of Beverly Hills. I mean, they look fantastic. Seriously. I mean, Lisa Renna is just like aging backwards. Literally. I like her long hair too. I do too. I do too. She looks great. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Mandy, thank you so much as always. Thanks, Christina. Of course. And to check out our full interview with Jackie Goldschneider, make sure to check out our Getting Real with the Housewives podcast. Keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 